Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 120. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having an amazing week. So we've got another great guest lined up, Justin Hartsman. Now, Justin is the co-founder and CEO of the first ever robo-agency called Needles. A serial entrepreneur, Justin understands what it takes to guide a startup from concept to funding to a multi-million dollar exit. As a motivated, hardworking, and ambitious high-level thinker, Justin is passion for business. Inspire others, startup teams, and to let no obstacles stand in their way to create that success that they're looking for. So I'm really looking forward to speaking to Justin tonight. So Justin, welcome to the show. Well, certainly a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, Jeff. I look forward to being useful to all your users and give some good information. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, deep diving some stuff today. So before we really get started, can you give us uh, a bit of a backstory of what's brought you to this point today? Oh, man, I don't know if we have enough time to do that. Uh, people can research that long story. But uh, long story short is this. I started at a very young age in a thing called the Internet, which was brand new when I was about uh, 12 years old. Uh, we still had, you know, these dial-up modems, 14.4, that went 15, uh, 56K. And it was always intriguing to me. I could be curious. I could find things. I could be part of groups. I could get to know people that I would never have known before. And I saw this as an opportunity not only to grow as an individual, but also to grow um, in business. Because I've always been an entrepreneur since I was a young child, whether, you know, before that, starting at age six, selling backpacks in my grandparents' stores and wanting to be the top salesperson there or going online and realizing you create communities and monetize those communities. And uh, one of the biggest successes or the earliest success, I should say, was a site we started in 99 called rudejoke.com. And before the internet bust happened, we were the largest, uh, you know, content humor site online. And it was a really exciting time for us, you know, as kids, uh, I forget the age I was then, but for making thirty, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars a month. Our parents were like, what the hell are you doing? Drug dealing or something? because uh, they didn't even know what the internet was at that time. But no, we were actually making money from advertising, which was this novel thing, um, and helping create content and having the community create content from there. And then we went off to uh, university and forgot about the internet a little bit. Um, and when I came out of university, I went to go into real estate development. And my one of my co-founders, uh, who's still a co-founder today, and everything that we do, he was going into finance on you know Canada or Toronto's version of Wall Street. We call it Bay Street here. And literally three months into us doing our jobs, we kind of got on a phone call and went, yeah, this is not for us. I'm not interested in this. It's just not exciting. Let's get back into this online game. And we reached out to some of the people who we knew previously, and we just got lucky. One of those guys happened to be Tom from MySpace, uh, the founder of MySpace, and he told us about what he was doing, and he kind of gave us an opportunity. And then there's a long story that people can look up with me and him, but um, again, he said, be the content creators, and creating content was something that we're really good at doing. And what we were the guys were the first people to offer free content for your MySpace profile. And, you know, if anyone ever used MySpace back in the day, which, you know, hundreds of millions of people did, uh, anytime you had kitty cats falling from the sky or you had a visitor map on your page or music player before they had their own, we were the guys that made that, created it, and gave it out to everyone for free. And then we used that opportunity to link back to our website where we had advertising. So, again, 
that advertising play fueled by content. So it was really something that was uh, really interesting to us. And again, in three months after creating that, we actually sold that company. And then we took that money and bought all the competitors who saw we were growing so quickly. Um, and then we sold that again nine months later. So we had a really good run of two sales in our first year out of university college. Um, and then we started two companies, one called WeSellYourSite.com and one start called uh, All You Can Eat Internet. WeSellYourSite.com, we were the number one web brokerage for websites between a million and $50 million in EBITDA a year. And All You Can Eat Internet was our um advisory and web dev shop sort of thing where we would support what we did on we sell your site um and then those were going really well growing 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 and 2014 we were at a year-end meeting going how do we continue to grow these businesses show growth and i actually got a call from my wife at that point and she said hey justin do you see your friend jeff needs an ios app built i think you guys make those and like, no, honey, I don't uh, sit on Facebook all day to see every message, but I appreciate it. I'll reach out to that person. Uh, and I did right there in that meeting, and it turned into a $60,000 contract. And I'm like, wow. That was, that was like, holy, that was kind of the aha moment. The light bulb went off. People are asking things in social media. Why don't we help service those needs and what they're looking for? So that's where the whole premise of Needles came from, which we're doing today. So the project that we're working on is called Needles.com, which is the first automated digital advertising for social media for SMBs using artificial intelligence. And what that means is when someone says uh, on social media, my tooth hurts, what do I do? We understand they need a dentist and we can show them uh, or people like them an ad for a dentist for their greatest results. And that's kind of the story of how we got from where I was at the beginning of the internet to where we are today, um, growing as the largest digital agency in the world based on customer count, um, helping these small businesses do a much better job in their advertising. That's amazing. That's amazing. I remember speaking to someone who was in the actual meeting when they were trying to, when they were launching the internet. Um, yeah. He was, he was in that, he was in the meeting. It's a fascinating story of you know how you can where did that where did the con where did that um impassion come from the okay we're going to use the internet to create to create that as a business did it was it because obviously at 12 years old you know i remember the 54k the isdns these things that some of the listeners were like what what's he saying but you know those what what sort of drove you to go, yeah, okay, we're going to get into this. Was it the financial side or was it was it something else? Uh, I think it was a bunch of like the low barrier of entry if you had some knowledge. So it was a knowledge entry. You didn't, have, you didn't have to go in and spend huge amounts of money to rent an office space or a storefront to sell something. Um, it was the opportunity that you're pioneering stuff that was out there. It was this wide open space that like, dot coms were available then like you could go and buy you know new shoes.com it was available for you so um if you could learn it you could do it and i think that was something that was really aspirational to us and you could take your passions whether it was you know i know at some one point i was really into first player shooter games 
Well, I created a community around that and then set up servers to allow them to play games on it when they want to do and can monetize those things. So it was just an opportunity across the board to try a lot, uh, see what hit and see what didn't hit and learn so much. The whole idea is over this period of time, I've gained so much knowledge. I've met so many amazing people. Our Rolodex is just absolutely unbelievable. Um to go out there and learn from and continue to iterate on. And I continue to see that it's just a wide open space for people. If they have the willpower and the ability to actually action something. So, you know, ideas everyone has, um, it's like noses, everybody have them, but it comes down to the execution. If you want to work harder, you can make anything happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes that's the flaw with many entrepreneurs is that it, that it's not it's the execution they don't completely follow through you know they say they want What's to like, do something yeah. but it's that execution well it's and whether they say they want to or not it just the bottom line it's difficult nothing yeah. that i've ever done has been easy um no. not everything i've done has been a success i you know skipped over many of failures that i had previously uh in these journeys but that's all about learning the fact is if you can go out there I'll be very cliche right now. It's not how you get knocked down. It's how you get back up. So what have you yeah. learned from that? What can you do better the next time? Um, and what are the life lessons and business lessons you can take away from that? I think at the same time is you have to make sure you're taking that step over fear and forgetting about all those things that might stop you and doing what won't stop you. Just keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so with needles being uh, like the uh, an automated service, obviously automation is becoming more and more probably important, especially for the, the the micro and the small businesses because they just literally don't necessarily have the time, as you know, um, and and every business owner will know there are so many things that you need to get done. Um, how what sort of things do you or how do you think automation can really help? businesses in the in the long run not just the short run well i think automation not even just in in advertising or marketing across the board allows you to become more efficient and allow you to spend more time at what you're good at it's that you know creating these magnificent pieces of art uh as wedding cakes or is that um, helping someone find the right insurance for the home. It doesn't matter. Whatever you're good at, what you're passionate for, you should be spending the time at the things that make most sense to you. So if you find that you're doing something repeatedly over and over and over again, that if you put a small process in place or you brought on a very inexpensive virtual assistant to help you deal with those pieces, that allows you to do what you do better and hence make more money from it or create more freedom for yourself or whatever it is that you're aspiring to do. Okay, so so if 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 you were going to give some advice, and let's let's talk to someone who's thinking about going. Okay, I need to automate. I need need to make things um, a little bit easier for. It. Where would you say to start in that process side? I would start by documenting what you're doing on a you know a day to day or a week to week basis, and understanding the uh, things that are draining the most amount of your time. And then understanding how they might be automated. So it really is identifying those pieces more than anything. And then once you have made those uh, those things identified, you can then take next steps to go, is this something I need a human to do who's not me? 
or is this something that I can put a piece of you know, their software as a service out there for just about absolutely everything? And if you can spend some time or at least have someone help you spend some time, you can bring those pieces together to help automate all those things individually. So, you know, if that's, um, you know, you just can't keep your emails and the leads coming in under control, well, is there a better way to put them into a CRM, flow them directly into a CRM system that sends out an automated email to send a link to a calendar to set up a call with you? Like that sounds like many steps, but you spend one hour, you can save yourself 10 hours a week doing those sort of things. So identify first what it is that you need help with uh, and then go find the solutions that exist. If those solutions don't exist, well, now you have something interesting to think about. A, why doesn't it exist? And if it's a good reason that it doesn't, maybe then, you know, step away from it. But if there isn't a good reason it doesn't exist, maybe that's an opportunity for you to look into. You know, if you understand, um, again, you go um, go to the insurance industry, uh, you understand how to do insurance really, really well, but you find yourself doing the same paperwork a thousand times a month um, that can be automated and no one else is doing it. Well, as someone with an insider in that, in that industry, maybe this is your opportunity to take advantage of it and produce that software or that service or that software as a service that would help yourself and others. So it creates another business opportunity. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So with that automated, and obviously with Needles being a robo-agency, it's, 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 as you say, is how does that automation work? For someone who's going, hey, this needle sounds like a really good idea, how does the automation work to help with the, with the advertising? <laughs> No, that's a good question. Thanks for asking that. So there's a couple of things. If anyone's ever, so I'll back up for a second. 75% of all of our users have tried and failed. So just to give some knowledge, because the status quo options are go do it yourself, which is super difficult and ends up costing you a lot because you probably do a poor job of it. And that's no plight on you because it's a very difficult thing to do. Um, or go to a digital agency, a typical digital agency, and the fact is it's $5,000 to start, 25% of every dollar you spend goes back to the company, not your ads. It's really non-affordable for these SMBs or these micro-businesses. So what we've done is said, we've got to make this way easier. Um, one, and two, we've got to make it more effective. So in six questions, we know who you are, who you want to sell to, and what it is that you're selling. Then we automatically create 50 to 500 ads for you in real time. So right there, in a about 10-minute process of answering six questions, we've just saved you hundreds of hours of creating that many ads that you would have had to done manually. Then we go and we do two things. We target your perfect customer, which I'll talk about in a second, um, and, and then we optimize your ads 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So instead of using emotions to go, that picture looks better than that one or this headline looks better than that one, the data tells us how to actually, you know, put more money towards this ad or the other. We find sometimes that ads with spelling mistakes in it and stock photos do better than these overproduced, really thought about ad campaigns. Because like I always say, kitty cats and butterflies sell. If you put something that looks natural in someone's newsfeed, they're more inclined to look at it and read it than something they know is visibly some sort of marketing or ad material. So that's a really big advantage for us. But the part I skipped over was the targeting. What we do for you, um, which you couldn't even do manually yourself, but we automated, is we find the people who have the needs for what your product or service is. So when someone says uh, simply, uh, my toilet's broken, there's water everywhere, what do I do? 
well, we know they need a plumber so we can show them an ad for a plumber. But more than that, we don't look at an individual. We look at hundreds of people who would have said the same thing or something similar. And we really understand what that demographic group looks like. So it might not be a 48-year-old male, like that individual who said my toy is broken, but it might be a 25 to 35-year-old female with two kids at X time of day because they just dropped their kids off at school and they're solving a household problem. So knowing that information by looking for people and what they say, we can do a better job of finding your exact customer. Wow. Okay. That makes, that sound, makes life a lot easier by the sounds of it. <laughs> Well, we're, we're, we're literally saving every, anyone here, if they want to have a campaign do well, you know, they're going to at least spend 20 to 30 hours a month on that. So we're automatically saving them that time per month. So what's that worth to you? And anyone who's really working on their ads to get results like we're getting them, they're probably spending hundreds of hours a month on that. So if you add that all up and you know that we're charging you $100 a month for our service, it probably makes a lot of sense if you, you know, if you value the minimum of 20 hours, less than $2 an hour, you know, it's worth your time or $5 an hour. I mean, I think it's worth your time. <laughs> hey guys. So just before we jump over to the second part of the show, I wanted to let you know that the closed group success IQ Alliance is now open to anyone who wants to be part of the community. I'm really excited to do this because I really want to meet more people to get a community growing of like-minded people looking at creating the exceptional life. So all you need to do is search on Facebook for Success IQ Alliance, and I look forward to seeing you there. Take care. Okay, so what we will do now is we will go to the second part of the show. This is where I put you on the hot seat, so to speak, and I ask you the set of questions I ask every guest who comes on the show. So are you ready? Oh, I don't know. Was I, am I prepared for this or am I ready? I think there's two different questions. You psych yourself up. You better, do, oh. you have, <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, question number now, one. <laughs> On average, how much time a week do you dedicate to self-development? That's body, mind, and spirit. Um, I probably spend now uh, five to eight hours a week, typically probably two to three. Okay. Are you a reader or an audio booker? I am an audio booker and um, podcaster. Okay. Okay. Question number two, what book has made the biggest impact to your self-development or personal growth and why? Um, I think uh, the book called Endurance by Shackleton's Incredible Voyage by Alfred Lansing. I think it's uh, just not a typical book. It's about a journey of survival by an explorer, a group of 27 men. Uh, when they begin stranded in the, I believe it's the Arctic. I'm trying to remember right now. And you just, it's crazy to see the parallels between that, their journey and running a startup and what that means. So it's something that was really inspiring uh, and interesting for me to read. Yeah, it's an amazing story, the Shackleton story, especially on his leadership as well. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. You know, every day, that's something when you talk about personal development, leadership is something that I am um, certainly trying to get better at every day if you're not continuing to learn you're you know they say if you're not learning you're dying i think it's true um so i think it's a big piece for me all the time how do we become a better leader how do we create a better culture all that sort of good stuff brilliant brilliant okay number three what app makes the biggest impact to your business or life um biggest the app 
Oh, I don't know. I think just uh, for me, the, my biggest app that I use is Slack right now, just for communication between teams and families. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's a. Uh, I think Slack has a. You have a love hate relationship with it. You either think it's absolutely brilliant, or you get well, frustrated to hell with it. Well, that's, the whole thing is I like it because I can bring many things together in one house. I don't like that I have text messages, I have uh, Skype, I have WhatsApp, I have Telegram. I would like everything in Slack. That would make my life that much easier. Okay, so question number four is what's your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? Oh, there's been so many mistakes that it's even hard to answer. But I think the biggest mistake that I did um, – was going into a new startup, um, one, underfunded, and two, uh, without enough research into the market to understand that education would be a huge piece of what we need to bring to the public. So uh, to dive into that a little bit deeper is we created, essentially, if you've heard of Kayak.com, Kayak is for travel industry. We did the same thing for the secondary uh, sporting ticket market and, uh, and concert market, but when we did this back in 2004, no one heard of anything besides StubHub and Ticketmaster. So to teach someone that something else existed out there and that they would even need to, could go find and find buy tickets aftermarket was a challenge that we just couldn't overcome. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Question number five, what are your challenges in harmonizing work and life and how do you manage them? Well, um, my work and life are very blended, so I don't think I have done a good job in managing them to, per se. I do make sure that um, there are two times of the day, that's before school in the morning for my children and before bedtime at night, that I'm there to spend that time with them and know that I'm there for them. And then all weekend long, I prioritize whenever I'm not at a work event or traveling, being with them and my wife. So I, what, I've, what I have done for me is... Uh, and it's not a great thing. I'll admit to it is kind of eliminate all those other distractions of uh, friends and all that sort of stuff for the main part. We're still, I have a very close group of friends, but we cannot see each other for two months and be okay with it. Um, and I've eliminated non-necessary things like that aren't important to me, like sports or things like that. So I make sure that the things are super important, which is my family I have time for. Um, and that whenever I am traveling for business that I can bring my family or have them as part of what we're doing so I can bring those two pieces together. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Question number six, what advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? I don't know if we can swear on your podcast, but <laughs> this, 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 this shit's hard, man. Like this is not easy. If pe yeah. people out there think that, that it's easy to do this stuff, it's not. And every challenge is different. And, you know, everyone talks and all you hear are these amazing stories of all these you know, sunny days and these companies that are growing and these overnight successes that take 10 years to happen. But there's a lot of dark days out there. And if you can't rehandle those ups and downs, this is certainly not the place you want to be um, because it's not always smooth sailing. There's always an issue you got to deal with. For me, I love that. That's what I love about this is that every day is different. And, you know, firefighting is something I enjoy in problem solving. But if that's not you, get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it's it it this is i think this is one of the problems with some of the social media stuff is is you can look at it and they always show you the great things 
You know, the, yep. there's so many things you can go in there and you go, wow, okay, he's he's in Hawaii today or he's in he's in Paris today doing X. And it's like, yeah, but you're only seeing a snapshot of the bits he wants or they want to share. They're not showing you the shit end of having a business, the the late nights, the, the you know, the can't sleep or anything like that. It's that the it, everything yeah, looks rosy absolutely. on the other side. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. You know, there's so many stories and I'm lucky I haven't been there. Um, but there's so many stories you hear about these people who are on like literally $150 in their bank account. The company's making, you know, 300 grand a month, a million dollars a month. But they have no liquid money and somehow they pull out and become billion dollar companies. But trust me, that's a super stressful time for everyone involved. There's no question on that. Yeah. And there's a hell of a lot of developing going on and mistakes, no, as you say, you're learning, you're learning serious flaws and faults when oh. you're going through that thing. <laughs> okay. Number seven is what is your definition of success? Um, I think it's, um, freedom to choose to do what I want, when I want. And that that's financially, that's like just what emotionally feels good. That's all the above. Like the fact is that, um, you know, if I don't have to worry about the financial aspect of it and I don't have to worry about the health of those sort of things, it's just the ability to come and go as I please help people where I want to give back, be a mentor, uh, and grow personally and with those people around me. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Question number eight is, do you have any daily routines or rituals that make a huge impact to your day? I've just recently taken on um, one that I was very good at for the first couple months. I'm slowing down a little bit, which I'm going to change now that I'm talking about it out loud. Um, is um, it was I was going to mention this as the app before, but I'll bring it together now. It's an app and a hardware piece. It's called the Muse, M-U-S-E, um, and it's a, a like a gamified way to do meditation and self-reflection. So it's non-religious based in any way whatsoever. Um, it's just about understanding your breathing, understanding your emotions and keeping them in check. And it helps out in so many different ways. And I think it's a pretty interesting thing I've taken on. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So the floor is now yours. How could people find out more about you and connect with you or anything that they, they want to get hold of you to find out more about needles? Absolutely. Just uh, go do a Google search on my name, Justin Hartsman. Uh, I think you'll hear some more longer versions of some of the stories I told today and more in depth and usually more profanity. So if you enjoy that, please go and do that. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm always available for any questions that you might have. Uh, I answer my own emails. Please email me, jh at needles, N-E-E-D-L-S dot com. Uh, happy to get back to you. It can be about what we're doing. It can be about startups in general, advice. Happy to share as I have time. Uh, and lastly, uh, I want to make this available to all the listeners today. It's a little gift from me to you. Is If you go to needles.com, that's N-E-E-D-L-S dot com slash success iq that's needles.com slash success iq um you actually will get 35 percent off needles uh per month for an entire year so it's a really good deal it's probably our best deal we have out there uh we're trying it out there's no contracts there's no nothing just go and try it and we'll do better for you and it'll help you grow your business excellent thank you very much so justin it just gives me this final opportunity just to wish you the greatest success well listen i appreciate that very much i'll work hard and Hopefully one day when there's a huge success and come back and talk about it. 
So firstly, just let me say a massive thank you to all of you who've taken the time to listen to the show. And for those of you who are sending me emails to give me feedback about the show, what you like, what you'd like to see, I am extremely grateful to you all. I would be really grateful as well if you have time and the inclination to jump over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the show as it really does help me stay on my mission, which is to help people create and live an exceptional life. Finally, you can get hold of these podcast show on many different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of those ones that you probably listen to regularly. Um, all you need to do is hit subscribe and get them straight to your phone, which makes life so much easier. So just finally wishing you an amazing week. Take care and don't forget to keep pursuing the exceptional.